Okay. Huh. Says a quick prayer. Thanks to Al B. Sure and Al Gore for uh, letting my internet hold out. Uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> ego. Ego for the win. Welcome to the Embassy Talks podcast. Um, I do have us just chatting. I'm just testing something with metrics and whatnot. Uh, but anyways... Uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday. This is not our regular day of streaming. Uh, cause yeah, the internet, my internet was mad, um, <laughs> Wednesday. So it just said no, no to she go. I say y'all still gonna get the she go. Damn it. <laughs> but anyways. I want you to be great. Ugh. He didn't. I would have voted for him if I was voting age when he ran. <laughs> Wait, what I do to him? Now that whole I create the internet thing, it, it did kind of it. It tanked your numbers. Looking back, that probably was not the best move. But uh, yeah. Hey, Hen. Hey, Dallas. Hey, Doc. Hey, Candy. Um, Hello. what up, everybody? Hope y'all had a good week. Uh, my week was long but short. Uh, got an announcement soon. But first off, how are you, Jade? I'm doing good. How are you? I I is tired. Um, <laughs> quite frankly, but I'm good. I'm good. Um, feeling a bit better. Um, overall, so uh, church announcement, which so church announcement slash family meeting slash I got an announcement. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm moving again. Um, not like to another state or anything, just like kind of down the street. Uh, but it's because I got a house. So y'all gonna have y'all gonna have Emmy in the game room, uh, eventually. Uh, once I get it set up and everything. So, um, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to be out of apartment life for, hopefully for good. Uh, <laughs> but um, it I'm very excited. So that means I will be packing up and stuffs and be reducing my streams a little bit. Um. I believe we agreed that uh, November 3rd will be our last podcast before I move, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the podcast goes, we won't be back till December 1st because uh, I got to get everything set up and then, you know, break for Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Um, and I just want to spend my first Thanksgiving at home just chilling. Uh, oh, and uh, maybe look at getting a PC. Cough, cough. Uh <laughs> Gaming PC. Uh, yeah. So, um, PC crew, I will finally be joining y'all. Um, let's see. As far as, like, gaming streams, I'll probably be gaming. I'll probably be gaming off and on, but there'll be, like, more so pop-up. Like, this coming week will be my last week that I do, like, a schedule. Uh, put out a schedule. Um, I'll just do a Twitter post and be, like, and Twitter post and Discord post saying, like, I'm about to go live. And then go live. Because I want to try to have two streams uh, a week in the next week or so. And then after that, break for moving. Um, not us, Ubi. <laughs> but uh, December 1st. That's not that far. It's all, It's pretty much November at this point. Um, so, yeah. But y'all still see me in the beginning of November. It's just that, you know, mid-November I'll probably be off. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for updates on that. I might do an in real life stream just to show y'all game room updates and stuff. So be on the lookout. Um, but I'll keep y'all updated in Discord. Um, 
Okay. Other church announcements. Uh, the, the sale is still live. Hey, D. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cat. Yes, that is my, uh, the cat is now becoming familiar with the house. It looked scared when it figured out that there was more to, than just the one bedroom and bathroom. Oh. So it, it's all the rest of the house finally. Uh, terrified. <laughs> Like, it didn't know what to do. <laughs> and it ran right back in the bedroom like, oh, it's too much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the fridge. <laughs> uh, the cat is barely downstairs. It, it goes downstairs for like half a minute. To carrying it. Um, apparently I'm spoiling the cat. It's just so little. Yay! <laughs> for those who I, I, uh, there was a kitten found in my garage. Don't, still don't know how I got in there, but it was in there. And the cat has been at my house for a week now and just chilling. And I'm going back and forth on getting rid of it or keeping it because the cat and the dog have beef right now. I wonder, <laughs> I do wonder, like, if that might settle after, like, say you take him and get him. Wait, it, it is, is it, it's a he? I feel like it's a he. You feel like it's a he? Um, <laughs> once you get like them neutered or hey Kane once you get them neutered or fixed or how however uh for its respective uh sex um maybe that might subside but maybe but also your dog just might be territorial yeah think about my dog too they said when you get it fixed that like his aggression level will go down his this will go down and it really didn't yeah um, and he's a whole adult dog now. He's what, uh, nine now? Oh, old enough to know better. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've brought, I've brought other animals into the house. So I've, but I've only ever brought dogs into the house. Mm. He does not like cats. Mm. So that's the major issue. It's just like, oh, I brought dogs in. I've gotten acclimated to them before. Like they've been fine. They're able to like to chill out. Like I can leave the house and actually leave the dog out. Cool. Um, but this cat, mm -mm. no, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's not feeling it whatsoever. I'm kind of sad he's not going for the cat. What up, Miles? Like your name change. Um, Miles, my, my ever changing names. I like them. Right? Uh, but yeah, it's like, oh, I'm kind of sad because, you know, they, I mean, dogs and cats can get along if domesticated and like depending on the breed and all that. Um, yeah. I wouldn't know. I haven't tried that. I would like to try that. Uh, I feel like Cinnamon will probably punk the dog, though, uh, if, if we ever get one. But, yeah. So. Um, like that, my other dog, though, fine with the cat. He doesn't care. Like, yeah. you bring the cat to him, and he just kind of looks like, okay. And then goes about his business. <laughs> he does not care. Uh, other one's like, no, we're not having this. Dang. Uh, I do have a church announcement. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, and then we'll one uh, again, again. Congratulations again. on the house. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> so happy for you. Um, but yeah, so my church announcement is just that, like, since you're buying a house, and anybody else really, because a lot of people are like moving and things like that, and so they should go to empoweredmoviesmerch.com because they have wonderful things like mugs because you'll definitely need uh, cups to move t-shirt to throw on maybe a hoodie because it's the winter while you're 
while you're moving. So you might need that. So go to EmpireMuseMerch.com and you can find all those great items. Hey, thanks for the plug. So the sale is still live. It's a uh, 20% off. Um, I'm going to extend it a week. I just got to remind myself this weekend to extend it. Um, 20% uh, promo code MUSE. Um, and yeah, it should work for most, if not all items. I've tested it out on a few items and it worked out. So um, stop by and get, get something. Because like Jay said, it's hoodie season. You don't have to steal your boyfriends. You steal. You you can steal boys. Still steal your boyfriends if you want to, because you know they they. It's something about them. Um, steal your partner's hoodies. Uh, because it just feels different. <laughs> no, no, doc. I'm just saying it feels. It's a different. Fi- no, all right. Um, <laughs> nah, we steal them. <laughs> or you buy two, and it's that way. <laughs> they have the one, and then you let them wear it for a while while you still have your new one. And yeah. They switch it out. And that way, both of them smell like it, so you can alternate between hoodies. <laughs> Boom. Plan. Putting y'all on. <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh, I think you. I think you have another church announcement because it might not have been caught in the in the last stream on Wednesday. About the book. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it might not have. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So my wonderful partner, I. Uh, yes, Mike's second book. He dropped it early because Amazon is like that. Is boom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so his first book is still available on Book Baby, and it's a link in, in my uh, bio on my social medias. Uh, but yes, Mike had his second book. He released uh, a week early. Uh, for the search series and I have not gotten it yet so he didn't, I didn't even get to like read a preview so the first book I got to read a preview I got to see all kinds of stuff I got all up in there second book nothing so I only know the synopsis that's it so I um I, I was like I still support even though he's giving me a book I bought a book too waiting for that to come in the mail and I can't wait uh but yeah so he has his second book out if you are a fan of sci-fi uh Afrofuturism, strong women leads, LGBT, and it's LGBTQ plus. I was like, it's about ninety nine percent women. <laughs> that one percent of men in there, like literally, had to write men into the book because he kind of forgot. Like, oh yeah, men. <laughs> so like, that's lovely to hear. So I was like, it's black author, black editor, um, a person of color for the artist, for the art uh, cover art. Like, it's wonderful. But yeah, so. Get the book. It's really great support. Uh, and like, it's been a fun process, and I can't wait for his third because he's already writing that already in the process. Wants to re-edit his first one, <laughs> and after after getting in the groove of the second book, he wants to re go go back and redo his his first because he's like, oh, this one's much better because I'm a stronger writer for this now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get better with experience. Yeah, I was like, y'all just grow more and more. So the fact that he's already churning out his third book, though, I'm just, I'm impressed. I'm like, you, you be writing. He do, and I told him to take a break, and then <laughs> all of a sudden the next week he was like, oh, I can't do whatever. I'm like, why? He's like, because I'm writing, sir. Didn't we just like, take a break? I'm like, a week was not a break. I'm that but way it, about. It was... I'm that way about editing low key, so I can't talk too much. But yeah. <laughs> can't do this on whatever day why 
of rum writing. <laughs> but you know, it, it's a passion that has got to like when you get to like flex a muscle that you don't use generally use because like even a lot of people they'll have a degree in certain things but they don't get to use it as often. Because mm-hmm. like he has a whole film background. Uh, that's his whole degree. Yeah. Teaches. <laughs> that's like, you know, like not like a bad way, but like he has yeah. like his masters on, so he specified for certain things so what way he could teach. Yeah, but it's just like, but this is now getting into that more creative side from his original degree, so it's like, yeah, that's yep, super relatable. Yeah, can totally relate. Um, all right, I think I think that's it for church announcements. Um. Uh, so let's hop right into it you know the good thing about this is we got some updates but we already like prepped uh wednesday so it's very easy to roll into so we're gonna start with hbcus um oh the i love uh bonus points if y'all know where which hbcu that came from so um what is going what's going on basically there's a housing crisis um there, it's kind of twofold. It's housing crisis, but it's also kind of related to uh, the talks of their funding, because their Congress is in talks to with, with this uh, whole infrastructure and spending bill that they have pushed back. They pushed the deadline back to December third, so they're trying to negotiate out um, like amounts for spending for each sector. HBCUs being publicly funded is one of them, but on the housing crisis first. So there are dozens of Howard University students uh, that are sleeping out- outdoors in tents um, to protest uh, what they described as poor and unlivable conditions in college dorms. Um, basically, what they're seeing, what they're going through is they have like a crap ton of mold and insect and rodent infestations, leaky ceilings, flooding, all of that. Um, and the same thing is actually happening in Atlanta uh particularly Clark Atlanta University and Morehouse College. Um probably Spelman as well since Spelman is like kind of close to Morehouse College, I believe. They're within the same uh they're with they're pretty close distance if I remember correctly. But um yeah. So they're also protesting um the poor housing conditions down there, much of the same problem, mold, leaky uh ceilings and flooding. Um, along with high student loan debt. Uh, and so if y'all don't know, um, mold is particularly dangerous because it inflames your asthma. If you have asthma, um, there were students who were like coughing up blood, I believe. Uh, it is, it's like really poor conditions. So, um, a lot of students are kind of turning their ire towards the Biden administration because in their in the negotiations for a spending spending deal, uh, the administration and Congress cut the funding from forty five billion to two billion, which uh, is seen as a major blow. Understandably so, because HBCUs are typically underfunded um, because they don't have the the endowment, the level of endowment that a lot of PWIs that uh, a lot of PWIs have, especially your Ivy Leagues. So, um, but. While they are mad, understandably so, at the big cut from $45 billion to $2 billion, and it hasn't been passed into law yet, so it's still in talk, so it could change. 
Um, for reference, the Trump administration only gave HBCUs, to, well, I won't say only, but they gave HBCUs $250 million. Um, that was their final um, funding for HBCUs during the Trump administration. So, understandably, they are mad by the administration for that big cut, because that is a big cut. But it's still more than what Trump gave them. So, unfortunately, you have people who, um, and some students who are like, well, Trump at least gave us money. It's like, yeah, but we're not, the the bill hasn't been passed yet, so you can't say like, or you can't say, but you'll be uh, factually wrong. But you can't really say factually um, that, you know, Trump gave more to HBCUs when, right, as of now, it's still being discussed. Not to mention the $250 million was what uh, Senator Doug Jones, well, former Senator J- Doug Jones and Kamala Harris um, negotiated and pushed for. Uh, if it weren't for them, it'd probably be a lot lower. But, you know, that's my inkling. Um, so, and yeah, student loan debt has definitely been a problem for years. Um, I wouldn't know. Eh, eh. Screw you, Sally Mae. I want you to get hacked. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else except Sally Mae, please. Right. Um, (laughs) outside that, uh, (laughs) I digress. So, what's your thoughts on that, Jade? Yeah, so, um, (laughs) I'm paying the people. (laughs) Oh, oh, the government gonna get their money. Believe me. They gonna get it. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that the hard way years ago. When I was like, you ain't gonna get this money. Yeah, you are. They're gonna yeah, take it out yeah. of They're gonna, they gonna take it one way or another. <laughs> yes, yeah, like willingly or unwillingly. <laughs> how do you want it? <laughs> we can do this. The gov- U.S. Department of Education really just as uh, like, I like shit and I want you. <laughs> Easy way or the hard way. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're back to the topic. So, with the HBCUs, one... With the funding itself, most people, when they don't see, uh, like, because yes, Miles, I agree, like, it's been a problem years with the um, student loan debts. But like you said, uh, with uh, HBCUs, they don't receive the same amount of money because, like, they don't have that same, they don't have the same statute, the status, they don't have that same uh, alumni uh, not success, but uh, the type of alumni to where they just get oodles and oodles of money year after year after year after year. I was like, which is kind of crazy that you would think. But no, people don't donate to like things like that or like donate whole libraries and have buildings. And they don't do it as much for HBCUs. So that's why that funding was like a huge deal. And it's like, it just lightens the load because even a couple years ago, uh, I forgot who it was that they went to Morehouse and they actually paid. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they paid off their stuff. So that way they're like, oh no, we paid for it. So I'm like, that was like a huge thing, but that's not something that is able to happen all the time. That like doesn't, that doesn't even happen at PWIs, right? But then yet PWIs though, they'll still get like athletics alone at certain schools, especially SEC. Like athletics alone, they get so much money. Yes, so, so much. much. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I wish I saw some of that because we had a great basketball team. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, they get so much money for that, and and this is just private money. So you don't. And these are and sometimes it's even people who've never even gone to the school. They can just be a fan mm-hmm. of their sports teams and donate money like 
crazy. But they do not do the same things for HBCUs, which puts them in a diff uh, more difficult position. Uh, e even when uh, Howard a couple years ago had an issue with one of their housings where, uh, what was it, for the land that it was on, because it was basically... It was, like, gentrifying around it. Mm. And so the people in the neighborhood were like, oh, like, okay, but this is Howard's. Like, right. Part of Howard, so how y'all gonna come down here? But, yeah. um, So it just kind of speaks volumes that they're having such poor housing conditions for their students. Because if an institution already had enough funding... um. And people think like, oh, like $45 billion too. Like they, people think like $2 billion should be enough. It's like, okay, no, but this has to like last. Right. Ever. <laughs> it's, it's expensive to upkeep a school. Like it doesn't take a couple thousand dollars. Uh, and this really can go back to just everything within, like for the academic buildings, for the housing, for their food, for like all that stuff. Like this money can help for that. So for the cutting of, cutting of the funding which already we already know it was kind of shaky anyway because how we got the money for it mm -hmm. was kind of more pandering to yeah. the community it yeah. was like a show of lineup like look at all my blacks that i have yeah it's like see blacks i care right like <laughs> i did something see it's like mm, what you did you mm. <laughs> but yeah it's like it's kind of sad but the students there if you've watched any of the videos, it's disgusting. It's bad. And if a lot of and then a lot of times some people when they go to school, like that is their escape from like living conditions from them growing up. Mm -hmm. So to go from that to then like being like, Hey, and you're still gonna struggle in college, like I know I'm gonna struggle, but I didn't think I was like I was supposed to be elevated and be able to be safe where I live, but right. no. <laughs> like it's it's ooh. it's like it's that's how you know it's bad if you're choosing to sleep outside instead of in your like provided housing in the tent. It's crazy as it gets to colder. It says a lot. Um, so and it's understandable that they're protesting because. I, if I saw what HBCUs got in the last administration, I would kind of be wondering like, hey, where'd that money go? Cause y'all did get an extra grant. Um, where, where'd it go? Where's the money? Where's the, and I know it's like, it has to be allocated for like scholarships and all that. Although I feel like that that's funneled through a different, I, I feel like there are different funnels. So I'm still kind of wondering, it's like, but where'd the money go? <laughs> But considering how many HBCUs there are and what all, you know, spread out 250 million across these, across all the HBCUs, um, because it's not just five or six schools, as you can see, it's like, it's, it's quite a few of them. So understandably, like they probably had to cut corners somewhere. Um, unfortunately it looks like they cut corners in their infrastructure and housing. A lot of times, that's like one of the most expensive bills that yeah. you get from school, because like I, their housing rates are about almost six thousand uh, a semester. So you're paying almost twelve thousand dollars a year to live, uh, to live with uh, mold 
and like and roaches no, and no. rats. Roaches, yeah, like that. No, no. Jammy, mm -mm. <laughs> thank you for the raid. Shout out to Jamcat. We're gonna uh take a quick break because the shower is gonna pop right. up. There we go. <laughs> Yo, nasty. Hey, Doc, calm your ass down. Calm your... Look, I knew it when I bought this damn game. And I came prepared. Because I knew goddamn well all y'all would just want to come in and see some jam meat. You're nasty. Y'all is nasty. Yeah. I knew it before I yeah. even started the damn game. I already knew that, Doc. Y'all just want to see some jam meat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so glad that was clipped. <laughs> uh, hey, Spig. <laughs> what up, Forge? Uh, what were you saying, though, Jay? <laughs> so, like, I just love that as soon as I unmuted, because I was like, which clip is it? And I unmuted the stream. And I was like, and I'll hear jam me. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. But, um,. Yeah, they do spend a lot of money for you to live in those conditions. Ugh. It's bad. I just, I do hope because we, now, I will say, we do have quite a few, uh, by POC, but is that how you say it? By POC or BIPOC? How do you say that anchor acronym? No, just how you say it. I don't know, I would just be like, see, I always write it out, I never actually say it, so I would say... That is a good question. Yeah. Just because it's black indigenous people right. of color. So do you say buy it together or do you buy pop? Who knows? Hmm. 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 We'll That's a question we'll... for the conversation. <laughs> we'll circle back to that one. Uh right. <laughs> but um for the for the by PLC slash BIPOC, uh we do have a few who are very well endowed who could donate to that cause not necessarily i mean it, it'd be it'd be nice if they did it not saying they have to but it's like yeah, do, 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 do you want to give back to even if you didn't go because i didn't go to hbcu but i know like if i were to blow up um doing something i don't know if i were to blow up like i probably would be more inclined to give to hbcu than my pwi that i went to because it's already making oodles and oodles of money off of ncaa um, I love my time at Duke, but they rich. So <laughs> I would, I would likely like just give more to a school I know is underfunded because of the systemic, um, systemic disadvantage it was already at, um, because it, the government probably didn't want to fund it for a long time. And finally, like it did give uh, some funding to HBCU. So, and It'd just be nice if we had a little more endowment from other sources. I think this is kind of showing, like, in a way we can't always depend on government to, you know, um, shift, uh, shift it to make it a little more equal. Um, because the willing and dealing of uh, politics like so. So, um, but definitely hoping, definitely hoping a solution comes out of all of this because that's just really dangerous conditions to live in oh yeah definitely because it's not fun at all no 
pirates over there with roaches and mold and put their health, own health at risk. And like you said, it's getting colder, so at this point it's going to become... Uh, they won't even have a choice but to stay there or spend outside money that a lot of students probably don't even have to do that with. So... Just say it. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving on... Facebook, Facebook. I can't even call it Facebook anymore. Uh, <laughs> it, meta is meta uh, Yeah, so Facebook, the the meta form, formerly known as Facebook, um, I guess I kind of answered that question, is Facebook failing? Um, so, um, as if y'all didn't catch in the news, uh, something called the Facebook papers were released. Um, basically declassified for journalists to read. Uh, they were basically, they were the nitty gritty details of what, uh, the whistleblower, Francis, uh, Hogan, um, testified, uh, in the Senate and testified over in Europe, actually, this week. So, uh, what it showed was that Zuckerberg's claims, uh, conflicted with details inside of the Facebook papers. I'm still gonna call it Facebook papers. Um, as we you know, thought. Uh, Facebook dropped the guard of misinformation and radicalization before January 6th, before the January 6th insurrection. So they didn't care enough to check for misinformation or radicalization of people. And we saw what happened with that, with the stops the steal uh, misinformation that was going on and all the memes and just all the everything that led to January 6th. Um... And along with that, a ban on the main Stop the Steal group didn't apply to the dozens of lookalike groups, because God knows there were a lot, um, that popped up in what the company later concluded was a coordinated coordinated campaign. Um, So yeah, they just... So there's a growing bipartisan call for regulation. Um, And then today, was it today or yesterday? I think it was today. Facebook announced it was changing its name to Meta, which, yeah. Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, MySpace would never. <laughs> but yeah, like, Facebook is for weeks now. It's just, well, not even weeks, it's just for years. It's been a conversation about how. Uh, about security leaks, about like selling of information, like the more things have happened, I feel like even more has happened since they went public. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like as soon as they went public, like even more just started happening and flowing, uh, because it became more of that money grab. Yeah, to where it's like the more investors, the more people are like putting the money in, more how much stock you have, depending. It's like more money you can make, so you're going to. It's not going to be the same anymore. It's not going to be the same foundation that it was once was. Where before it was like, yeah, you might be worrying about uh, data leaks and things like that, which is normal. With, right. It's, it's and we're in a digital age, so that's normal. Uh, and like, not saying like it's a good thing, but it is a normal thing. But uh, it's just more is happening to where now it's about stealing specific information from like specific demographics, uh, targeted having allowing ads to be uh, to target certain demographics because they know like this is the people that we need to reach for this to get mis- misinformation 
having certain groups pop up, uh, certain ones being taken down that have not even gone against uh, gone against their terms and agreement, but yet you can have other ones that are clearly racist still uh, be active and like say whatever they want. So it's just with Facebook, it's this ever-growing problem. <laughs> they keep having these issues. Um, and especially about the misinformation and about what's put out. Because as much as they try on surface level to seem as if it's uh, they're conducting it to where oh we're Facebook and uh, we're, we're doing this for the people so that way we can make uh, make sure the flow of information is safe and make sure this is that and makes this is that and it's like at this point now it just feels like no this is what I'm getting surface level but behind the scenes that's not what's really happening uh, and yeah so and then with Metaverse anytime <laughs> a company is under investigation it is not a good sign when you suddenly change your name. Your because so first of all, for with Metaverse or with Meta, uh, they're changing it so the Facebook website and apps and things like that are still going to be Facebook, but their company name is is going to be Meta. So like if you stock information all of this stuff, it will not be Facebook. The company is going to be Meta. Uh, it's just gonna Facebook is still going to conduct business under the name of Facebook, even though they are Meta. Um, but with it, when a company is under investigation, it's not really the greatest sign if they're all of a sudden having to rebrand, uh, and come up with something new. We're the future, we're this, we're that, uh, we're going to live in a digital age. We're going to be VR. We're going to have this. And it's just like, yeah, so you're like, you're showing us a hand over here. What's happening back here? Right. One of those kind of things. <laughs> like, this is a diversion. So what's going, you don't want everybody to pay attention to what everything else that's going on for all these pushes for them to um, not be able to have monopolies anymore and about like uh, what's going on with the information leaks and uh, what's going on with the investigation and all the all the employees that keep coming out the woodwork uh, talking about that with the allegations and things like that. So it's just all a misdirection. Yes. Because of, of all times, why now? If you've had this in the works, why now? Like why this week? Why today? <laughs> It's crazy, and I feel like uh, if anybody watched The Matrix, I think we we need to, like, (laughs) dive in so heavily and be like, yeah, so we're going to live in this digital world, and I watched um, Sword Art Online. I know how that works. I don't don't need to be in the, I don't need to be sucked into the world, and nope, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I'll pass on that. Um... It's just, it's just interesting. First off, I think, I think it's highly ironic they re- rebranded as Meta because it's just like, hmm, I, I, hmm, I don't know if that's helping your case though, because you're literally, people are literally saying you're collecting meta metadata on people. Hey Shay, welcome, welcome, welcome to the back podcast. Um, but yeah, the people are basically saying, hey. You, your company is collecting metadata on people so that you can create algorithms to push out a post to certain people to further enhance their base uh, emotions within their ego. Um, and it's, us- it's usually anger, but, you know, it can also be lust, uh, gluttony, all the- basically seven de- daily sins. Um, but usually anger. is Yeah, nine times out of ten is anger. So... I think it's a little, I don't know if they were trying to be funny 
um, or if they were just like, it's shit, might as well phone it in <laughs> with this rebrand. But yeah, so by naming themselves Meta, they're being Meta. Oh God, they're oh got some damn hipsters working there. I see it now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just. It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, also, it says a lot when... I mean, I'm not saying Twitter's perfect at all. It still has, you know, it still has its own issues. I'm not saying Reddit, Reddit is far from perfect, but and it still has its own issues. It, it still says something when they kind of have their shit a little more together than Facebook, though. They definitely... Hell, Twitter has it together. And... How'd Twitter get it together before? <laughs> right? <laughs> Twitter said, Twitter like, least problematic at this point. <laughs> Twitter said, we are banning the this orange dictator Mussolini um, from the site. Go go create your own, which he did. Uh, but before he created his own, there was Parler. And everybody flocked to Parler because they were like, Twitter's too sensitive now. And that it's just been kind of cool. It's just been chill ever since. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lot of think pieces and thought threads, and I was like, yeah, these are interesting reads, but I feel like y'all are just, uh, I'll, I'll get, that'll probably be for another podcast, but the amount of think pieces and threads that I see on Twitter, and it's not even about streamer stuff sometimes, it's just like, generally what's going on in the world, I'm just like, aren't you tired? Because I'm tired. I care, but I tired. <laughs> That's how you know I couldn't, I couldn't be a real deal activist at all. Cause no, it's not for me. I know my lane, and I support. I will support the struggle in my way. Think pieces is not it though. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> but um. <laughs> but Twitter and the dissertations, right? Um. But yeah, it's just it's interesting. I'm I'm interested to see how how far this goes and if we actually get some regulation uh from Congress because this will be kind of a first step. And if the average age in there wasn't sixty, I'd have a little more hope. But it at least it's it seems very bipartisan of like, hey, this needs to be regulated and we need to stop feeding on people's worser base instincts. So we we shall see. <laughs> Again, I'm telling y'all though, once they start offering VR headsets that you can plug in and uh, deep dive into the world, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, don't do it. At least let like the first 10 batches of people do it. And then after that, come on. (laughs) But yeah. At least we've seen these animes, we've seen these movies. Don't. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want to be stuck in a sword art. I, yeah, the anime was cool. If I want to, if I want a real experience, I'll go. I'll go watch it again. Exactly. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'm not out of it. No, thank you. Um. Alrighty. So. Get into this. Uh. Twitch watch. Twitch watch. <laughs> All, right, All right, so a 
Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, uh, Warzone Pro. So, first of all, we, uh, I don't play COD, so I don't understand how some of these things work on there. But I didn't think that this would be an offense, but apparently it was. Um, during a $50,000 tournament that they were having, uh, Warzone Pro actually got banned by Twitch off of like mid like midstream Damn. happened in the moment mid tournament like he was in the stream he was in the tournament got banned instantly boom um wait oh, I'm sorry what's the conversation I hear why are we talking about here I'm so, I'm so sorry that threw me off I saw the word harem <laughs> is it harem because I know I know what a harem is talking about a, a reverse harem a reverse harem when it's a woman with multiple men, or is it kind of being transported? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dallas. Although I can understand why from that context, uh, but no, that is not it, Dallas. And harem would not be the opposite. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, okay. Take two. <laughs> Warzone. So yeah. So there was a Warzone Pro that was banned instantly on Twitch as well as uh, thrown out of a $50,000 tournament, uh, mid-tournament. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, mid-tournament. Uh, playing Warzone over, it was over, I guess, body shooting, which I did not know was a thing in COD, to where after they're down, he, was, uh, he went ahead and shot the body. So let me read it out the correct way. Um... The streamer Den X or Den Den X H. I don't know how to say his name. D N X H. So I don't know if it's the X is like by us, like uh, Hunter Hunter, where you don't pronounce the X. Mm. I <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, I was like, is it Den Den X H or is it Den H? Don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I don't again. I don't watch. I don't play COD, so I don't follow COD players. But it is Twitch related, so. Um, and it's also a big thing because since he got banned, uh, but yeah, so they were having the showdown and another streamer shot him after he got, after he was down Mm -hmm. and was shooting the body. He was commentating on it and his chat went over to the other chat and basically did like a, a hate raid. Oh. When they did that, one of his teammates, I guess which could be heard on his stream, the uh, Denex guy, mm-hmm. um, his teammate was reading off the comments live. Twitch automatically, boop, banned because it was for the hate raid. So, yeah. Twitch be, y'all, Twitch be watching. It did, Twitch do be watching. Yeah. Um, well, first off, shout out to Twitch for actually doing his job. For once. Right. Um, but, okay, so, so yes, that is a bamble offense because the streamer is in final control of the raid, even though, because, because he sent them over, right? No. No. He didn't send them over. That's the spot part that kind of a little bit sucks because he did not send them over. He was commenting when the guy was kept shooting him after he was down. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. his stream, you know, kind of like, you'd be like, hey, let's pull up. So they pulled up on him. <laughs> okay, so... Um, but he didn't consent. He didn't tell them to go. So that was the main thing. He did not tell them to go. Gotcha. 
Um, so Twitch sees that a streamer is in final control of of the raid or host or whatever you want to call it or yeah. Um, so this is more so a teachable moment in that your community is a reflection of you. So if you have problematic people in your chat, um, and I don't know how big he is, maybe he has thousands and thousands of viewers and he can't really keep track of everybody like that. That's what you have mods for. Um, but if you have people who are willing to go do that, um, because I feel like this probably wouldn't be the first time, like maybe they didn't go to hate raid range, but maybe they did some form of other trolling, uh, to somebody else at one point. Um, but I feel, I feel like, I feel like it, he probably curated some sort of environment to where his viewers would thought, Hey, let's go do a hate raid. Cause he, he, he'll, he'll appreciate that. Um, cause I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. If I were ever in a tournament, not caught cause I don't play that. But if I were ever in like fighting game tournament or something, um, I highly doubt any of y'all would go hate raid the person who like teabagged me in the match. Uh, highly doubt it. I wouldn't want y'all to, even if I were being teabagged. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's, I mean, I hate it for him because he didn't press the raid button to send them over. But at the same time, I'm just like, I feel like maybe there's an environment there that somebody, clearly multiple people thought that was okay. Not, yeah, not I you doing it, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I feel like, um, with COD, I'm not saying all, <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm not saying all players and all communities within COD, but, um, generally speaking, it's pretty damn toxic. Like, we all know this, like, it's, it's very notorious there are chat for being pretty toxic. And so, yeah, like, look, Specs, like, Cod is talking as fuck. <laughs> yes. Um, so, with it, I was just kind of like, this seems kind of on par. Uh, especially if they're a pro at this game, which means that this is something that they main on their channel, specifically. Which means that this is something that everybody, viewers as well as players, probably might lean into more if they're, like, because I've not really heard of, like, big, uh, cod players who are like super sweet and nice like mm -mm. <laughs> i mean uh so it's like it's we, just yeah it's one of those things but yeah. i kind of feel bad for this dude just because it literally was not him doing it it was his teammates who was reading it in his teammates chat who hopped over so like had his teammate not read any of the comments his teammate uh, might have got reported mm -hmm. or like if they traced it back to his chat but like he wouldn't have got it but because he read it out loud like if I were saying some hateful things on your stream I would get you banned because even though you didn't say it even if you didn't have time to cut me off yet yeah it was on your it was through your stream even right. though I said it because I'm the so broadcaster like, so exactly and sometimes like you can't like You'll be telling people, like, I'm, I'm live, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and you don't have time to catch it, but they were like, and it's, they caught it so quickly because there were so many reports instantly. So it just like happened, like, boom, quick. 
because like like yeah when you see a surge of reports right away yeah yeah it ain't it's not fun but again like but that does show that twitch if you're like if people are like actively in your chat and hurrying up and excuse me y'all and hurrying up and banning people or uh, reporting them right away and doing it in the masses because like when you have people who audiences are like hundreds and hundreds of people probably then yes you can get that scene right away because they'll be like oh whoa that was a flux and so you got taken care of right then and there but then even as he's like streaming he's just like uh you hop it on twitter can somebody help me because i just got banned wow (laughs) an instant like it literally just happened like he was playing and then he and then he wasn't (laughs) so yeah but a lot of but it's good though that uh, just stop hate rating y'all like why 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 is it okay like why do you think it's okay to use homophobic slurs to uh because you're mad why like i just i don't it's like that's what you go to right that's not where my mind goes i might cuss somebody out for something but like that's not where my mind goes because i'm not gonna lie i definitely cussed out a child playing (laughs) but (laughs) it's like my mind wasn't going like to some i'm gonna say some like truly like like some real fierce things but like yeah no like in the heated moment you say things but you still have control over what you say exactly mm, i was like the worst i said was i told them that because they were First of all, the kid was getting on me really hard. We were winning for a while, and mm-hmm. then we lost one match. And this kid, out of nowhere, was going ham on me. And I was just like, you prepubescent <laughs> little shit. I was like, your balls haven't even dropped yet. Damn. <laughs> and, yeah. I was like, that was... And that was the end of it. I was like, but see how I didn't have to, uh, see how I didn't have to throw any slurs in, how you didn't have to use anything derogatory or like, it's that simple. It's that simple, y'all. It is. Yes, Doc. I I mean, yes, Dallas, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, um. Yeah, I don't know if he'll if he'll get resolved and he'll get unbanned, but it doesn't look good for him. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he's gotten unbanned because. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. So this is a. Uh, weird. Oh wait! Can I add something in real quick? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, so a quick glance at his Twitter. Apparently, he doesn't feel bad about it because he still doesn't care because he's still going to keep streaming with his homeboy because his tweets show otherwise that uh, he doesn't care. But, um, yeah, it says he got a, he, he's unbanned now. Okay. He got an email from Twitch and it said your account was recently suspended or blocked for an uh, incorrect reason due to a mistake on our part. The reason has been adjusted to match the nature of your offense. So. Okay. He's back. And he still don't care. So maybe he is toxic as hell too. Hmm. Like I said, your community is a reflection of you. Yeah. Um. Alright. 
So this this came up and this was very random and kind of weird and kind of funny at the same time. Uh, Turkish streamers got caught in a massive bits fraud scheme. Um, so the rundown of that is basically uh, some streamers from Turkey who were using stolen credit cards to buy biddies. They emailed streamers and said, hey, what, what was it? Like, hey, give me... Um, we're giving you so many biddies, give us 30%, you'll keep the 70 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. With the credit card or through PayPal. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Fraud has come to Twitch in the form of biddies via Turkey. Like, it's, it, when I saw this come up on, um, what's his name, Zach Boosie? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Posted, that was just so funny because I'm just like, wow. So like, normal people know not to do this. It's already bad enough when people like, uh, buy follows, but to be like, we're gonna trick it and we're gonna add revenue. So I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna flip your one hundred dollars into a thousand. <laughs> like it's basically that. We're gonna flip your money for you. Lord. And realistically speaking. E- I think the people who fall for it wouldn't even understand that you're actually getting the bad end of the deal. Yeah. Because so they want they want you to only receive thirty percent and they get the seventy percent. But everybody knows Twitch takes a portion. <laughs> so even though they say like, hey, we're we're gonna um give you a hundred bit so out of that 100, you're really getting 50 if you're affiliate. Uh, but then from that 50, at that point, then you're getting, what, 20? <laughs> yeah. you have to give the other part back? I was like, that, y'all. And then, and, y'all, be smart, okay? <laughs> because be smart. that's the thing. Even if, um, even if they gave you $100 worth of biddies, uh, Twitch still takes half of that pay or taxes that payout so you still don't get the full hundred dollars worth and you're and even like out of that hundred dollars you're getting it, it doesn't the math isn't math and you have to do a lot to just it's not worth it uh just give biddies just give regular biddies a regular regular way if you like someone biddy them that's it right because they were like they're gonna do biddies and donations and uh and they'll do uh amazon Prime uh, subs, so I'm like, oh, they're just really trying to like, they they were really, they were really going in and like fooling these and getting these people caught up in it. We're just like, uh, yeah, please don't. So if you then get... you're gonna like you're paypaling them money, yes. or like, or they want you to credit it to them uh, through your account. And it's just like, yeah, like this is next level scheme right there. This is. So you're telling me that next, or next, I feel like now we're gonna have like the, uh, your African kings and queens <laughs> on Twitch reaching out to you via DM or a whisper and be like, hey, I want to give you some money, <laughs> but you need to send me some biddies first, and I can send you some biddies if you send me some biddies. Oh, look, that's gonna be the new scam. <laughs> that's Lord, be the new one. just I was like, it's, 
if you get emails like that, just report it as spam and delete because if you participate, then your name is going to end up in a file and then people in black suits are going to contact you. You're not necessarily going to be in trouble, but you don't want to go through that. Just just trust me on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And plus, if you do partake in that, you get in trouble with Twitch. That too. They had streamers in Turkey banned now because they were taking part in this. So don't do it. Just just don't. It's, don't avoid that temptation. You don't need that problem in your life. It's that sounds just way more complicated than just gifting biddies. You can't even do a big deal like eBay. <laughs> like right, but like like you said, the math doesn't math. I don't think they understand. The math behind it, like, so it makes no sense. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh. So yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. So next up, so I've been seeing this discussion. It's kind of it's kind of died down a little bit. Um. In the past couple of days, but it was like really coming up uh for the past week and into this week um the whole concept of small streamer what is a small streamer should you call yourself a small streamer um does small streamer have a negative connotation uh if you are seen as a small streamer are you more likely to get taken advantage of that answer to that is yes um so basically the discussion on twitter was that trying to get away from branding yourself or calling yourself a small streamer if you're under a certain amount of viewers and or followers or average viewers or however you want to brand it um i don't know if there's really a definition of small streamer um yeah i don't know if there's so when i think of small streamer i think of maybe somebody who just hit affiliate for example but that even then you could hit affiliate with like 20, 30 viewers, depending on how you build your community. So even then it doesn't really, I don't have a definition for it. Um, but I think people do have certain numbers in their mind of like, oh, if you're under this many followers or you're under this many concurrent views a month or a week or whatever, um, then you're considered a small streamer. So there's this push to get away from that brand because it's the idea of like small streamer equals uh you're gonna see yourself as small and therefore other people are gonna treat you as small and may not like really give you the attention to your craft and your create uh creative or your passion or whatever you do on twitch um they won't give as much attention to that as you may deserve and or want um there's also uh this thing at the same time where there are accounts um for example small streamers connect um that's a big one that in a way prey on people who consider themselves small and want to like grow and they're like oh just join us so you can like um build a whole community with us we have thousands and it's just uh viewer farming that's what it's called um farming for views basically and there was this other, there was these other threads that I saw of like tactics that streamers use on Twitter, um, where they like post, I'm not talking about your regular degular, like, oh, I love this about this game or like, um, you know, your picture of like, 
or a selfie of you doing whatever like that that's like considered kind of normal it's more so like the farming for answers type of post um that i can't think of right now uh <laughs> but it's just like very generic like it, it's like very generic posts that basically farms for um engagement and, and answers and all that on social media um so they were like post about that of like basically saying if you do this and you're not aware please stop doing this because it's not it, it it feels disingenuous um rather than just like really just like commenting on people's posts that you like or just like j like being yourself talking about a show or a movie or just like gaming in general or experiences or whatever so um yeah going back to the topic of like the whole small streamer thing um i think there is such a thing as small streamer mentality i'll put it that way um where you don't see yourself as big as say a partner you like to watch or even a affiliate with thousands of followers however um i don't i, I don't know if such a thing as small streamer exists like because everybody well i won't say everybody but generally if you get on Twitch, you have a lot of potential to grow um, within a certain amount of time. Like, even us. Like, I started out with zero. Uh, and I'm not saying look at me now, but also, like, I didn't think I'd be this far uh, this early in the game. <clears throat> and I still consider my growth kind of slow, honestly, compared to, like, I've seen people who, like, got to a thousand followers and, like, say 50 concurrent views <laughs> per month um, within six months. But that also goes like, well, their background is that they were on YouTube for a long time or they were just like really active in social circles. So it depends. Um, but it's, hmm, it's, it's just really an interesting concept. Um, I know where I land on certain parts of that. I just don't know if such a thing as a small streamer exists. Um, I don't think I would consider myself a small streamer because I just don't. I did at one point, um, like moment of transparency. I did at one point, but I was just like, well, but am I though? Like maybe, maybe by like raw Twitch numbers, yes. But I don't really think of myself that way. I just be vibing, and yeah, and I just like come up with new things to do. <clears throat> And recently, cosplay goes. I'm gonna hydrate now. But what do you think, Jade? Um. So with me, I think that, like you said, because there's no real definition of what a small stream is. Uh. So it is something that varies person to person. Uh. So each person that you ask, like how you don't identify as a small small streamer. Uh. But like for me, I would say for me. I am a small streamer, uh, and I would like, and like, that's a title, like, I'm okay with using for myself, uh, but just because I'm, like, my definition is different than yours, so, and like, and that's the whole point of it, <laughs> uh, just because in my, to me, how I conduct my channel, I guess, and go about things, like, I just feel very, like, no, I'm still in that small streamer aspect, because, like, I'm not consistent, I don't like, so yeah, it's like, certain things like that. Um, but it is just a more various person to person. I think that sometimes 
it's a negative thing just because like you said like when certain uh, how they'll prey on smaller stream or how they'll prey on streamers for it like using that tag or uh, using that on different platforms like they'll see you on Twitter they'll see you on IG and they'll be like oh and they use that as a way like kind of end with them so that way they can start doing certain things but it's not really helpful for their growth at all uh yeah, I was like, so sometimes it's negative, but then sometimes also it's positive because with it, you can say like, oh, I'm a newer streamer. I guess a new, see, but I'm not a new streamer though. So I can't say like, I'm a newer streamer because it's like, I've been at it for over a year now. So I can't use that tag. So I, I more identify with that small streamer mentality because you can have uh, the sense of community around other small streamers yeah. uh, that kind of band together and do certain things. Because uh, then it's like, I think that there are even people who, of course, aren't like the big time, like partners and things like that. And uh, But there are people well above like where I'm at. So it's just like, you're more like mid-level, but I'm not going to sit there and call you like, you're a mid-level stream. It's like, oh, you're <laughs> like, mid. No. Well, thank, thank I, like, you. You're just... <laughs> <laughs> like, you mid. <laughs> you mid. Mid as hell. <laughs> Um, and see, that exactly me, like, sometimes you'll be like, I'm not, like, but there are people who have been streaming way longer than me who have, like, less follows and, uh, less views, and you're just kind of like, oh, I guess I am, like, technically, like, bigger, I guess, than certain people, but then it's just kind of, it's like a weird ranking system. Yes. That, unless you're on top, like, the people who are up there... You never see them having this conversation, really, because they're like, because they're already there. Yeah. Um, whereas it's more something that pertains to that other 99% because we're not a part of that 1% club. Uh, so it's just like, it's really weird. And like, like I said, it's just, I feel like it can be negative, but it can also be positive. And it's just because of like more recently because of all like the hate raids and things like that and all the attacks on channels that now it's become way more negative mm-hmm. to uh, identify that way so that you're not even wanting to like use that tag or to like use like use the hashtag or like the tag on Twitch or anything like that uh just because you don't want to be a part of anything negative in that way associated to you but at the same time, it's just still like there is a small sense of community within it because other small streamers will support other small streamers. Like you band <laughs> together, you kind of help each other out. Uh, so it's just kind of, it's like a weird thing. It's like weird to, yeah, like it's really confusing because you don't know really where you, like where you lie. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're, well, I was going to say you're 8-bit, but you're, I don't, I don't know. Not 8-bit, but not clear. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, I think the positive side to it is, like, I think because it gives you kind of a, like you said, a sense of community and, like, because everybody starts from somewhere, right? Like, not, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can't think of anybody who started out just day one, um, like already being 
in, within the top 1%. I could be wrong, but generally, like, that's not how it works. Um, so everybody started, everybody, well, most if not everybody start, did start from the bottom. Um, and just, like, say, streaming to friends and family or something or, uh, like, just trying to find their fit within a community. So I, I do get the positive side of that. Um, I guess I lean more towards, like, negative because it's, like, I think a little bit of good old imposter syndrome kicks in um, of, like, if you consider yourself that for so long, then you might psych yourself out on trying to grow, trying to get further, pushing yourself into uh, getting to know other people and uh, just continuing to build your community. So, yeah. And also, as a reminder... Um, if you have 10 average, uh, 10 average concurrent viewers, you're already way ahead of the game numbers wise, like percentage wise, you're within the top 5%, I believe with the 10 average concurrent. Um, so just like for reference, like that's, it's, it's like kind of saying something to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that. I believe it's 10, at, 10 to 15 average concurrent views is top 5. Uh, 20 to 50, um, <laughs> you get top 3 to top 2%. And then your top 1%, your top 1%, honestly, um, are your partners who average the 75 to 100. And then your zero point, top 0.1% are the millionaires and billionaires. Um, so... That's kind of how it lays out, but you're already, you're, I guess you're already kind of considered up there if you have a consistent audience of like 10 or more. So that might be another reason why there's this push to be like, yeah, stop calling yourself small if you have an audience. Um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't really do it because. I fight with imposter syndrome a lot, so I'm trying to, like I said, not psych myself out from uh, taking my shot at at growth eventually. Um, so that's just a personal me thing. I'm, I don't look down on people who call themselves small unless they're clearly not small and they're just, like, legit trying to farm. I'm just like, find another method. Um, but if you, yeah. if, if, say, like, you, for example, or, like, um... You should have applied me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Not to yell, but y'all should have applied. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> um, but like like you for example or like um anybody else here who like may consider themselves small, like I get it, I understand because it's it can be kind of intimidating to not consider yourself small. But you're standing next to like partners who have one to two hundred viewers all the time. Yeah. When you're looking at it that way, it's like, yeah, but am I am I not small compared to you though? But or even just like like the top ten streamers. Um. So like I said, in a raw numbers game, I do understand. Um. But like I said, and. I don't look down on anybody who like consider them themselves small. It's just more so like don't do it to don't do it so 
clearly just to farm more viewers and try to get more support that way because it'll work um because you know people want to like help you grow and see you grow people there are people out there who genuinely want to help each other grow but um if you're in a place where you're just relying on that instead of genuine community building then it's a problem i would think I, I definitely agree. Uh, agree. Because now, but yeah, it's like when people fish for it and be like, I'm a strong, I'm a small streamer, but they're like, okay, but you have like 50 people in your chat at a time. Like, you're like, like you're excuse me. <laughs> like, you're, all, you're more than halfway to what you need to like get to affiliate or to get to a partner, to a qualified partner. So it's like, yeah, no. I mean, raw no, number, not. raw numbers, sure, because fifty is way less than a thousand or ten thousand. But for the, for the requirements you need to get to partner and therefore have your name on the board to probably get more sponsorships and opportunities, nah, 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 not quite, not not quite. I would say like there, there's still, there's still that. I can't understand from the point of like maybe not getting a lot of opportunities, but I think that's more so of like you just gotta be out there and shoot your shot, and stop calling yourself small, um, cause they, cause that's the other thing, brands might not want to partner with you or have you in their in influencer program if you keep calling yourself small and brand yourself that way to them, and they're like, well, if you're small, then you're not gonna bring us revenue, so from a business perspective, it's not gonna work out in the end. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And then, like, like me, like, I don't use... Cause is, is that even a tag, small streamer? I don't... Mm, I don't be using it, if there is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't use it. Or, like, even when, like, I tag... When I do things, like, on uh, Instagram and things like that, like, I don't ever put small streamer. Like, I'll put, like, black streamer, uh, black girls gaming, black whatever, yeah. game stuff. But, like, I never put... Even though I'll verbally say it, I have never written it to attach my name to it written uh, to where it's like in black and white. So they're like, oh, that's the tag on it. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I can see that. But I guess that is a good, and I like the whole, because you know what, different facets of different parts of my life, I do like suffer with that whole imposter syndrome. Where it's just like, I don't feel like I fit in this box, but I do. But you still feel like I. Like, even though you're telling me, like, no, you are outside of that box. I'm just like, <laughs> but I feel like I shouldn't qualify for it. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. This is where you, you, you definitely qualify to say you are, like, just like, no, you're just a streamer, not small. Right. It's just like, I don't know. So it's just one of those things that people have to uh, figure out for themselves. And I can stop. I guess I'll stop calling myself small just because if you want to it, like i mean said, up to you just if because like you said but though like for um when companies want to look at you and it, it makes it sounds more confident where you're just like i'm a streamer yeah or i'm a but variety like, streamer or i'm a cot streamer or i'm a i know. just blanked on games right now even though i play all of them but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you're like yeah i get that so yeah i see i sees 
Who knew I had so much business acumen? Um, but yeah, uh, no, but for real, like, like I said, it's definitely up to y'all if you like how you want to brand yourself. Um, my own, my only advice, if I were to give advice, uh, I gotta stop qualifying like that. My only advice would be, um, if you're gonna brand yourself as a small streamer, don't let that be, don't, don't pigeonhole yourself to that because like, you get you have the opportunity to grow if you really want to dive in and like really want to take off with this thing now you do need a little bit of luck um like it's not it's not gonna be easy peasy uh yeah one day i'll make partner that one day may come in four years but um that said you can still like work hard uh really really build a community, really get, uh, like meet other people, make new friends. Um, a good community at that, uh, exactly me, but, um, build a good community, a good supportive community, make, make new friends who would want to support you, uh, figure out like what makes you, you, or like what, how you want to present yourself. Um, cause man, we could have a whole, we could have a whole, uh, Twitch talk about that, about like presenting yourself, like, Twitch you versus real you and all that stuff. Um, but don't let a small streamer be the your thing, basically. Because that'll get that'll get you to a point because people want to support you and help you grow. But you know, it's not gonna help you get to that next level. Cause partner's not the end of the journey. It's just another door opening. Um, so if you really wanna like go far and really make a livable profit uh that's not really gonna help you when it comes to brand deals and sponsorships and um guest starring uh front page uh um anything like that so esports if you're into that so yeah just uh you know word to the wise um have that's a penny for your thoughts there so I want to piggyback off something Go you ahead. wrote about uh, wondering, like, if your real you is too much. Uh, your, mm. twitch, you, your Twitch self is too much like your real self. Because I think, like, I can only speak from personal experiences. So for me, when I first got into Discord and Twitch, I was very heavy and leaning into my full personality. Um, and people who, like, know me at this point, like, how, like, behind the scenes y'all know me a little way better so everybody knows i am very giving with information <laughs> um i'm very like open with myself and like I, I share but i had to learn uh <laughs> some early days i was very 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 you were um, out there yeah i was like <laughs> dude <laughs> a lot of information um, but, like, I learned to, like, dial it back. <laughs> uh, because, like, you could still be yourself, but just, like, dial yourself back just a, t a touch to where you learn, like, some parts of yourself, like, oh, like, I don't want to give, I don't want to give my whole self to the internet. I, like, certain parts of me are just, like, no, that's for me, and that's for, like, people that, like, even though, uh, I talked to some people who are from online, but these are like my friends, like how I see or hang out with uh, Drift and um, what's it called? 
real names. <laughs> Drifting Kate and M, things like that. Um, and so, like, they see, like, my full 100% personality. Uh, but I don't need, you don't need to give people access to your entire self. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of, you can, like, unless, but that's for people who have certain types of personalities. Sometimes it's okay to give all of it just because you might not be in the position to where it's too much. <laughs> like I said, like, I gave too much. I give too much information. So <laughs> it was just kind of like you learn to uh, find that fine line that works for you. Because, like, again, like, that was just me personally. Like, some people who might be like that to where they feel like, oh, that's too much my personality. That's too many stories. That's too many of this. Uh, you just kind of learn to dial it back a little to where it's not going to be, it's not phony, it's not inauthentic or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's still you. It's just um, less of you. Because, again, this is internet. Like, you deserve to have a portion of yourself not broadcasted to everybody. Because even when I have certain talks uh, and I'll have conversations, or like how Doc liked to point it out, <laughs> Mike was giving to. But, like, even when I had that whole, like, uh, polyam talk mm-hmm. beforehand, I had a talk with him, and we, like, we set guidelines. I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to be super open, but this is what we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Because, like, but no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like, but then also, even in Discord, like, I can talk about certain things, but with certain people, uh, I can have a deeper conversation about it, even deeper. Because yes. it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to give everything to the whole community. Yeah. But, like, for the people that, like, I'm, like, I'll ride, ride with, like, yeah, yeah like, you can get to see, <laughs> you see other people see different, like, the full capacity. Yeah. So you just kind of, I mean, you kind of, like, learn. Yeah. To figure out what to do. And, um, I, it's funny because you, we met you and you were like your full self. Y'all met me and I gave y'all nothing at all. <laughs> y'all barely got my name. Um, <laughs> and that's because of where I work and where I came from with work because I learned from work to not put my full self out there because it got used against me so many times. I was just like, you know what? Y'all get nothing. And then I gave nothing. I still got used against me. So I was just like, um, that's, that's for another day. But, um, not used to be innocent, but no. Um, so I'm learning to like, okay, it's okay to be a little more me because, now, I did give surface level stuff. It was like, oh, yeah, I watch anime. Obviously, I play games. I like fighting games. I like comics. Um, but I did, But it took a minute for me to feel comfortable enough to be like, you know, also my favorite rapper is Eminem. I also like alternative rock. I'm very much alt vibes. Um, like, I I like dirty jokes. I, I like, actually, I like, I like most jokes as long as they're not hitting too hard um, at marginalized communities. That's... Uh, but I do like, I do like dark humor too. Like, it's just, I'm like learning to lay a little bit more of myself on, which kind of, the podcast kind of really helped with that. Um, but yeah, no, when y'all first met me, I was locked down. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I'm still very low key about certain things in my life. Like I'll tell, like I, I'll tell Jade something, um, but it'll be like three weeks before the rest of y'all know, kind of like with the house. 
So I'm still like low key about certain things, but I'm learning it's like, okay, so I can tell y'all this and y'all won't, y'all cool with it? Y'all still like me? Okay, cool. Um, hey, let's go neat. Okay, so I know it's like, I know Eminem has issues with the LGBTQ plus community, but it's just like, but his lyricism, I can't let go of the lyricism. It was masterful. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, only because because we talk all the time at this point. Cause podcast stuff, dog. <laughs> but we love you. But we love you, y'all. Dynasty knew like what week week and a half after I told Jay. Maybe the timing hit. October has been a weird month for me, so everything kind of blended together. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like beginning. Now your brain already moved on from your Karen letter. Oh my lord. So, yeah, I'm still getting used to releasing information and like sharing myself because it's just like. I'll, I'll put it this way a moment of vulnerability. I. It's not that I never did that before. It's just that the blowback has always been bad. So I just stopped doing it. And that's not just with work. Um, because granted, like, I'm, I'm actually in a decent place with work right now. Uh, but it's not just with where I work. It was like growing up uh, in school, like, it was just hard to really be me. Um, so I was just like, y'all get nothing. It's a coping me- mechanism. I realized that. So, um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> dang, Doc, Doc, I still love you, still love you, um, but yeah, so to answer, to all that to answer your question, like, it's a balance, generally, it's, it's like, it's, it's a balance, like, um, like Jay said, there is, I think, I think you're more on what Jay was going through when she first got into Twitch and like first met us and was like really open. So I think it's more so like on that side rather than my side of like locking down and not saying a word. Cause I think me and Doc kind of had that same thing, uh, where we were just like locked down and I'm still jealous that I'm still jealous that I didn't think to not stream, uh, with the camera. I could have gone no cam for a minute, but I forced myself out there and yeah here we are um <laughs> so same, same. yeah so um but it's it's definitely a balancing act um uh but it's just kind of you'll you'll find your sweet spot you'll know like you'll know there are things you want to protect i already knew off the bat it's like there are certain things i want to protect and y'all probably ain't gonna know um, I'm, I might do y'all like Issa did. Uh, if you don't want to know what I'm talking about, just go back a couple weeks to her Instagram. Um, so there, there are things like that I want to protect, but there are also things that's like, okay, I, I, I can share this. I think y'all will like me sharing it. Um, cause I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all might get some piano plays out of me once I move. Uh, I've been like looking into video game music and been on a deep dive on that. Uh, but that's tangenting. So hopefully we answer your question, E. Um, but we can we right. can like definitely go into that more in another Twitch Watch segment. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like we should have that one day. Yeah. We just kind of have a, because that's a whole thing. Like you said, you can fit like, like, y'all know I'm polyamorous, but if and when I have another partner, I probably will not feature them like much on Twitch. Just unless you know me personally, you probably, I might mention them, but I would probably never say like, maybe not even say their name. So like you said, like it's just little things that you kind of keep for yourself. And you just learn to kind of, like so you learn to share what you want and you, you'll know how much is enough for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> not Fernando. <laughs> well, the day in uh, Discord when Henry was joking and accidentally said what I actually called the person. And then I was like, wait, my text really popped up on the screen. And then he's like, no. I was like, oops. <laughs> Tell him on yourself. <laughs> so, uh... yeah. <laughs> oh, Henry. Oh yes. my god. But yeah. Um. But yeah. Do I have? Do we have anybody else on Twitch watch? I don't think so. I think we're good. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. What's what's up on the just don't care segment? Who who just don't care this week? You know who just don't care? That orange cloud of Cheeto dust sun. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. He don't care. I just I, ugh, that family. So uh, earlier this week, Donald Trump Jr. decided, uh, and we're gonna touch on the story more after this. Uh, so we are going to get on to it more, but we're just going to get to that portion of why he just don't care. Donald Trump Jr. decided to sell t-shirts uh, after the tragic death uh, that Alec Baldwin was involved in in the shooting, uh, the accidental shooting. And he's selling t-shirts saying, guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people. That was the most tasteless thing that somebody could do. Like, it just... Somebody died, and you're sitting there mocking, right? It, it, uh, and then using it, not only you're mocking profit. it, but you're using it to profit off of it, and then use it to, uh, like wage more leverage for your side. So that way, like you can say, like, look, this is for uh, for um, mostly because they're always talking about like gun laws and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, see. Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. Like, say you can just support different arguments, but that's ridiculous. Like, to sell a T-shirt after somebody tragic, one person tragically died, another one was in the hospital for this, and everybody else is traumatized from it. A family is grieving. Like, and it, you're like, let me sell a T-shirt. Right. Like, it wasn't like Alec did it on purpose. He didn't do it in self-defense. Like, it was a tragic accident. Mm-hmm. But you want to use it for political points. It's like, it's true. And he called Dr. Fauci a puppy killer. Um, I was, for, I, 
part of me, I kind of wanted to touch on that, but I was like, I don't know what all is going on, so I'm just going to pin it until we get a little more evidence of, like, what the hell is going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> that one, I, have a, I have feelings when it comes to um, research and, uh, and, and animals, when it comes to that. Yeah. So I was like, yes, I have, I have very strong feelings towards things like that. But <laughs> that was another thing that he just happened to say this week was just like, Dr. Fauci's a, a puppy killer and guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. Like, Are you bored? Yeah. Are you that bored? Like, don't you got your daddy to worry about? Right. Are you worried about his trial? Shit. Do something. Shit, aren't you worried about life? being wrapped up in, in your own legal troubles? Because isn't he the one that's getting divorced and dating uh, some, uh, what do they, what are they called when they're not a celebrity, socialite, socialite or something like that? Uh, wasn't he, he oh, no, was it Audrey O'Day? Yeah. Audrey O'Day. He was yeah. the one that was dating. Day. Yeah, he was dating her, and then he's now he's now dating uh that girl. Well, no, she's not a girl. That woman off of a uh, well, she was on Fox News, the five, but I think she left. Um, so but, she was on Fox News. That means she was blonde. It's okay. No, she actually she actually wasn't. She was a brunette. Wow. Yeah. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but the mean girl is still there. <laughs> right. Like, uh, uh, like, just taste that and that fam. Everybody except for Tiffany, because Tiffany be chilling in her own world. And she's like, I don't like nothing to do with y'all. Y'all, like, since the election, she's been like, no. <laughs> Basically. They, they, like, they were trying to pull a Drake with Tiffany and hide her from the world. Tiffany said, I'm hiding myself. Y'all, y'all can have right? it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> but yeah, this is like Tiffany Trump was just she just be minding her business every once like every once in a while. You'll see her. You'll see her pop up. Mm -hmm. Like I think she went to the inauguration, but she was I swear I never saw her on the campaign trail. She'd be buying her own business. I don't think she was. She might have gone to a rally or two, but yeah, yeah. like they keep her in the back. They don't say nothing about her. He, when he talks about his children, he always talks about Ivanka or, or Donald Jr. He don't ever say, "Well, Tiffany." Like Tiffany is just the child that they don't. She is the redheaded stepchild, and yeah, that's how they treat her. She be minding her own business. Dallas, she... I think her mom also minds her own business. Yeah, Dallas says she really is the Judy of that family. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Don Jr., go back to your recreational activities that you may or may not do. Um, just, uh, go back to parlor. Um, <laughs> go hang out there. But, um, I didn't have anything else for a Just Don't Care segment. I think that was the only thing. Yeah. Right. Was it, and it's a perfect segue into weekly, weekly roundup <laughs> so like we mentioned um alec baldwin tragically discharged a prop firearm that killed a uh, cinematographer uh helena hutchins on the rust movie set um apparently there was a live round uh that wasn't supposed to be in there 
Um, they told Alec Baldwin that it was a cold gun. They announced it was a cold gun, which means there are no live rounds. They announced that, and there was a live round in it. Um, as the story went on, there was just, like, a lot of negligence that just kept coming up. It was, like, it, it was unfortunately a perfect storm for something like this to happen. Um... So, from the armorer saying, like, she didn't really feel qualified to do what she was doing, uh, to them rushing through the safety measures, like, the people who were in charge of that just didn't show up. I think they were striking that same, within that same time frame, um, because of negligence and gross mismanagement and all of that, um, and, yeah, it was just a lot of... It was a lot of missteps, it was a lot of negligence, it was a lot of corners cut. Um like for them to for them to give the prop gun to Alec Baldwin like with the live round in it. That 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 part is just like that that was just so many failures in so many um within so many departments because that's that's the thing that's checked and rechecked and rechecked and rechecked. Because for live action movies and live action shows like that, like, they have to have a safety protocol for those things, um, to prevent things like that from happening. Um, yeah, so, oh yeah, and the, they're definitely liable, producers are liable for that, um, yes. and Alec being a producer, he probably is also liable, uh, I don't know if his company is liable, but he himself probably will be liable, but he said he was co cooperating fully with the authority, so, um, but the sheriff, the sheriff, uh, <clears throat> of that city, um, or town, rather, um, did come out and say, like, it's a lot, it's an active investigation, there probably will be prosecution, um, not for Alec, uh, specifically, he didn't say that specifically, but he, pro they were looking into prosecution as well. Um, anything on oh. that? Yeah, so the main thing with, even though he is, because uh, like you said, he's a producer on it, so if there are any lawsuits or anything like that that happen, that he is liable on that portion. The main part that they still like, and that's why they have to conduct the full criminal investigation, is because he could be, uh, like, potentially tried for something like involuntary manslaughter. Uh, just because, so they have to make sure and they prove that on his part, physically pulling the trigger mm -hmm. that it was no type of uh, negligence or recklessness on his end because mm. that, that's the main part of that uh, investigation initially because uh, see but but Dallas you don't want that involuntary manslaughter because that would mean that he knowingly was being reckless with the gun so um, with it even though he was to like that's why they're making a point to say like no he was told it was a cold gun and if he had no knowledge of uh because they did use that gun to uh, they said off a lot of time to do on movies even if it's a um a gun that they use for the show and if it's a real gun and they have live rounds they can go off off site and like they shoot guns like when they're just like in the middle of nowhere like that and just like you'll shoot targets like how most people do when out in the woods and things like that they shoot um and they're saying that that was done with the gun. The main thing for the whole uh, involuntary manslaughter uh, charge would be, did he know about that? If he did, then that could prove some type of negligence uh, on his end. Now, so and then you don't want to just give somebody a charge for taking life just because. Because, again, like, he didn't knowingly 
do it it was a it was a tragic uh accident so but a keyword accident so mm-hmm. it wasn't meant he wasn't meant to do it so you can't you can hold people accountable but you also can't just throw the book at them just because because everything is not so black and white so you're like oh you killed somebody so you go to jail it's like okay but same can be said for like say you had a seizure while you're driving and you lose control of your car and you get in an accident but the other person dies you didn't mean to have a seizure so it's not like you meant to take that life so you can't just be like well throw them in jail because they killed somebody it's like okay but sometimes there are other uh, circumstances that play into it so which is like yeah uh but yeah they definitely need to have it to where like you're not able to shoot i like i don't even get why they should even have live rounds on set for that Mm -hmm. it's dumb like it's a movie half this stuff is fake anyway so why do we need real guns right um y'all have a sound stage like that's the whole point of people's whole jobs where they make noise they take the footage and they make noises to replicate that sound so they can be like and that's the sound of something else crunching and not a water bottle. <laughs> right, yeah. So it's just like, why Why do we need a real gun where you can like make the action? Uh, you can make a fake gun with the same type of weights. So that way they can have the same feel and all that stuff. Or even if you pull, like, I'm pretty sure somebody can invent it to where you can pull it and it has gives the same type of body movements and mechanisms to feel like it's firing, but no actual fires without even having it to be blank rounds. And why didn't they use blank rounds? Like, it's just things like that. Like, you shouldn't have live rounds right. on set because accidents happen. Uh, and, like, it's, it's just really sad. It's truly just sad. Like, it was just a freak accident. Yeah. So, it's now it's just, it's just about seeing, like, down the chain. Yeah. Where it slipped up. Because that's the main point that we're trying to see, like, because now it's like somebody has to answer for it. Some, like, somebody. It's not just going to. Right. Like, no. And, like, this is, and it sucks that anytime that something on set happens, like, the first thing people go to is the crow. And that happened on set uh, with him dying. So it's just like, it's one of those circumstances where this movie, this movie is probably never going to see the light of day because they already said that they're halting, um, production indefinitely right yeah it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to come back to that honestly and and i know people are like i know people are thinking like the buck stops with alec baldwin but in that case like it wasn't on alec baldwin to check like i don't know how much he knows about firearms but it wasn't because he's an he's an he was an actor as well on that set. It wasn't on him to check and see if like oh is there a live round in here? No, that was for the people who were handling the armor and the people who were handling uh, the gun to check and see if there were live rounds before giving it to Alec, so he could like do whatever. Um, yep. It's different when it comes to stuff like that to stuff like acting in movies and shows where you have multiple people doing so many things to make sure the process runs smoothly so that was definitely that was definitely on the people in the background um who were supposed to be doing their jobs but like you said they cut corners financially and just generally just cut corners and the armorer already said that she didn't feel confident in what she was doing um which it it wasn't i mean it kind of is on her but i can understand like i think she was kind of young too she was like 24 or something, but it was... With that, yeah. too, with her being young, 
she, her father was also armor, so it's not like she's new to this. Oh she well. Grew up around it. Yeah, I was like, so she's grown. So she was, and when they were saying that she wasn't, she didn't feel confident. Yeah, she was talking about a prior movie that she did on set, where that was her very first job doing it. But mm-hmm. she said she didn't feel confident, and not because this isn't what like she grew up around, but because this was her first time leading it. Yeah. Like, everything's on me. So I was like, and I can get that pressure. Where it's yeah, like, that's that is a lot. Like, you could be a mechanic. Uh, your family might be a family of mechanics. But, like, the first time you open up your own garage and you work on somebody's car, and it's like, oh, all the responsibility is on me. If something it's happens, like, it's on me. Right. Like, I can make you be like, yeah, I feel, I feel like, I, ooh, I'm kind of scared. But, so, like, that whole comment she made was, like, within media. Because, like, everybody, like, it could twist her initial comment. It was yeah. just like, shh. Twisted to where, like, she wasn't confident to do it on this set. It's like, no, she was all my different movie. Uh, it's She's grown up in this industry. This was not anything brand new to her. Uh, like, they work with guns continuously. So, it's gonna, like, it is gonna come down on her. Like, yeah, like, yeah in that case, it is gonna come down on her. Because yeah. you saying that, see, the media made it sound like it was, like, her first movie said she, and they just pushed her and was like, here, do this. And I was like, ugh. Like, yeah. like, it'll be like them pushing me to do it. I was like, I don't, I mean, I kind of know guns, but d- d- no. Um, exactly. Like, no, if you said like, oh, uh, uh, like, yeah, she was scared. But like, if you grew up doing this and you're like, oh, I'm scared. I'm like, oh, that's more I'm scared because this is my first time leading it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, I mean, she already you know, had some responsibility, some accountability coming down to her, but she definitely has accountability coming down to her now. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if you had anything else on that. But, you know, it's just, like I said, the, um, it's just sad, tragic. Uh, they are still at this point they are still looking into that's why they're investigating really hard it's mm-hmm. just for that involuntary manslaughter charge just to see um because like it's a it's a criminal case so yeah they have to keep investigating just to make sure that there was no uh negligence on his part because mm-hmm. if so if there's even the slightest bit he can be charged with it at that point yeah uh, and if it is proven at that point then it's like yeah you fucked yeah. up yeah so you didn't mean to, but you fucked up. So yeah, yeah. Um, so like that's the whole point. But yeah. Okay, and I wouldn't say this is lighter news per se, but it's more interest. No, not more interesting. I guess lighter news. We'll go with lighter. All right. Um, Hong Kong uh passed a new film censorship law. Uh, we love talking about China and Hong Kong and their censorship. Um, so Hong Kong's leg- le- legislature passed a new law banning films deemed to violate China's national security interests. That's very vague. Um, so the punishment for violating the law includes up to three years imprisonment and $130,000 in fines. Um, I have no idea what they, and it was kind of a headline for me when I read it, they didn't really go into any more detail, so I didn't look since Wednesday when I saw that, um, so I haven't looked in the past couple of days to see if they, like, expounded on that any. That's a really vague law to be like, yeah, anything that violates China's national security interests, that could mean, that could mean, like, intelligence, um, general security, 
economics, um, perception, it uh, soft soft power. That's that's a lot. Um, what it leads me to thinking is like anything, like documentaries or anything that's documenting the protest of the, um, of of the amount of censorship that the people have been going through and the amount that they've been like really harping down on protesters, uh, in Hong Kong. Um, that's what's in my mind of like, maybe that's what they're targeting, but that's just like me guessing. Is that for films made in Hong Kong? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Um... I believe it's for films made in Hong Kong. Um, they might expand it though, because like I said, it's kind of vague. Uh, so they might expand it to any countries that present China in poor light. And it might not be that they go after the filmmakers. It might be that they go after the distributors. Um, so whoever sells those movies in those countries. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was interesting. More to come on that, but... Right. <laughs> and with China, uh, first of all, it's hard to get movies there, period. So that's like making it even harder. <laughs> and to make sure you conform with uh, their vague standards that they are choosing to have. <laughs> so it's just like, okay. Alright, China. <laughs> Be in China. Keep Chining. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, they really love censorship. I still can't get over <laughs> Um Yeah, I can never I can never be a legit diplomat. <laughs> um but I still can't get over uh that president she just cannot stand images of him like or images likening him to Winnie the Pooh. And that he banned Winnie the Pooh basically in China. It's, yeah. And that was back in 2016, or 2017. But they still feel hilarious. Yeah, so, I guess, I don't know how, I mean, they, they are maybe memes, I'm, they're probably memes on our side of the world. Um, yeah, was like, they're memes. But I don't know how it started, but they were, like, people likening, uh, him to Winnie the Pooh. And... He got yeah. We probably about to be banned. Um, we pro we probably were already banned. Eighty five. It it doesn't take much. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about China so much at this point. It's like I yeah. Um, but there were they were passing out images of him likening Xi Jinping to Winnie the Pooh, and he got so pissed off that he just banned it. Banned Pooh Bear. Um, <laughs> so y'all. A whole one. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, you should definitely see that, Dallas. Um. But yeah, just thought that was interesting. Okay. Um. And then last up, or at least unless you have anything else on the Hong Kong thing or anything else. Nah. Okay. So last up, um, don't know if y'all been in the Twitterverse, um, uh, also don't know if y'all watch Insecure, great show, I love it, um, but, um, Insecure star Amanda Seals, uh, she's not just star Insecure, she does a lot of stuff too, she was on The Real, I believe, before she left, um, and 
she she All star my brother and me yeah, um, my brother and me, she released a comedy special, um, has her own podcast, um, but she is insecure. She got a lot of blowback, or a bit of blowback, um, in the, in episode one of the new season, which is the final season, um, she got blowback for wearing, uh, the sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha, aka the pink and green, um, wearing their shield and letters, uh, basically a cardigan with, uh, the letters on it and their shield. Um, the blowback is because of the letters in the shield. Even though they already referenced her character Tiffany as being an AKA in past seasons, um, they didn't really show her wearing the letters. They show her wearing pink and green, they show pink and green aesthetics, but they didn't really show her wearing, wearing the letters on her body. Um, so it got blowback from the Greek community. A lot of people were like, why are y'all press? Um, and because, uh, when they saw that, uh, Amanda Seals, uh, character was wearing it, uh, a lot of people went to Amanda on her Instagram and they were like, oh, hey, Sora, I didn't know you were an actual AKA. And Amanda was like, I am not. And they were like, uh, uh, we don't like that. So, essentially, so. Um, now at first it, it did seem like they were a little too press and, um, I think someone on Twitter was like, not, uh, not Amanda wearing my shield and my, my letters and Issa was like, and I think she called on uh, Issa to take it down and stuff and Issa was like, oh shit, well let me call HBO and tell them to take down the rest of the episodes. So here's the thing. I don't know if they got permission from the AKA from from the regional or national uh division of AK. I don't I don't know if they got permission. Um I haven't seen anything saying like like I didn't haven't seen a spokesperson for AK say like we gave them permission. It's it's cool. Um so I don't know if they actually got permission. If they did not, it actually is a problem. So coming from somebody who grew up with with Greek influences, I was I'm not a Greek myself. I had Greek influences so coming from or growing up in that I saw what the problem was because like it's a problem to wear the letters and to have the shield on if you are not in a Greek in that Greek organization um is basically it, you're basically cosplaying as uh or in Amanda's case she was basically cosplaying as an aka um, but she actually was not an AKA and Greek people take that very seriously about their letters and their shields. So because they paid their dues, they went through, uh, the pledging process. If they did do undergrad, I don't know what they do for grad chapter. I think you just pay your dues. So, um, I don't think there's a hierarchy of whether you're undergrad, grad or honorary. I think you kind of, once you're in, you're in, but there is there is a sense of you did something to be here. Like I said, whether you pledged and pay your dues or just paid your dues or you did so much for your community that they made you an honorary. Um, so it means something. for The letters mean something, basically. So for her to wear it and not be Greek, that was the issue. Um, but, uh, it, like, understandable. I, um, I'm definitely a GDI. So... 
at first I was like, I don't get it. And then I had to think back. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's, yeah, I can see why. Greeks see it as disrespectful, basically. Um, but go ahead, because I know you, I know you got stuff, Jade. Yeah. And I got to catch up with the chat, because y'all went off. (laughs) So, like, I understand because, like, I pledge a sorority. Uh, so I understand how it is, like, earning your letters and things like that. Um, my thing is, why are you mad at the actor? Yeah, don't be mad at Amanda, be because... mad at, like, yeah, like, be mad at the showrunners, the production yeah. team, the whoever, like, it's not the actor's job to get permission, it's the show's production team. Now, if the show's production team got permission to do it, then... Can't nobody be mad because if the AKA is a is cool and just because of like select members online, just they don't have they're not privy to that information mm-hmm. or conversations. So we don't know if they've had conversations with like the national board or things like that. If they did, then cool. If they didn't, then uh like yeah, y'all can continue to go off. Um, but again, go off on the right people, not the actor. Because what again that what she was doing her job yeah <laughs> like at the end of the day like if she didn't design the wardrobe she no. didn't sit down and do storyboards for it she didn't like that she didn't have the creative control to be like this is what we're doing now like yeah she did her job as an actor she put on her she put on her costume and was like here you go here's your wardrobe for the day read them lines yeah <laughs> and it's like but it's just i think a lot of the times too because it's Amanda Seals that they were just like, yeah, let's hate extra hard on Amanda because it's her. Because she is very, uh, there are times you, you either love her or hate her or you do both simultaneously. Child, listen, I was like, Amanda, I love you, but God, dog. Like, for the most part, it's like, because I can see where she's polarizing on some things, right? And, um, but for the most part, it's like, okay, I see where you're coming from. But sometimes it's just like, ooh, we went we went left, did we? But and I understand that it's just like, that's who she is. And it's like, but I think her intention overall is like good and righteous. It's just the messaging kind of gets lost sometimes. Um, yeah. And I know that turns people off. And I think, I do think some people took it uh as an opportunity to like get on her again um so for that for that i would be like lay off amanda uh y'all y'all don't come for sis like that uh because that it wasn't on her to be like hey are we supposed to wear this i mean like if she was part of a greek um a greek sorority then i would be like now girl you should you know you should have checked uh, especially if she was a part of Greek story that wasn't AKA. Um, but I don't think she was. I don't think she ever pledged. Um, I she didn't. Her. She hasn't. She yeah. So. Yeah. So she never pledged. So I don't think she knew instinctively to be like, hey, I don't know if it's okay to wear their letters. Whereas you pledged a sorority and I grew up just in within that culture. So it's like, I understand. It's like, if it were me, I would be like, I, I, I would have at least paused and be like, did you check with the AKAs to be like, are you, are they cool with this? Can, can we swap it out for like, just like regular pink and green cardigan, no letters, nothing, just like, just pink and green. Give me a frog or something. Um, so yeah, but okay. 
and I see the chat, y'all are like, y'all are basically like, but what's the point? Why are they mad? It's the whole thing. It, it's a whole culture uh-huh. thing. It's a subculture within a culture. <laughs> and they like, take a lot of pride in it. A lot. I would think, I would think it would be more like offensive if she was doing like their call and things like that. Yeah, if she was They're like strolling. person. If she was like, strolling and doing their calls, I would be like, ooh, y'all, ooh, y'all. That's a ooh, whole ooh. You don't do that. And exactly, you don't do that. So, like, they check people just in public when they think they being cute. Like, I won't even throw up the hands on just to demonstrate. Be like, when people be like, hmm, and they'll be calm and they'll be like, hmm, Becky, put that hand down. That was like, I'm yours. <laughs> I, lo- I love Deltas. I, I might have pledged Delta if I uh, I still might. I, I haven't wrote it out for grad chapter. Um, I love Delta. I love uh, Zetas. I will not do either of their call signs. I will not. Do- Y'all ain't gonna get me. Um, Doc, I, I see what you're saying. And like, I feel like newer generations probably feel that way. But old heads? Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. It's a whole thing. Um, and even though, even though I went to like a PWI, it was still like a really strong presence there. Um, with, uh, with the divine nine, uh, Greek, Greek sororities and fraternities. Um, did, 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 I feel like I had another I point, like but go ahead. Only, I was going to say, I feel like the only part that you're able to like talk about more openly are the Q dogs. Like, so. Yeah, they're like, they're just out there. Like, yeah, like, you can all you want. And, like, they don't care. They don't. Um, like, they don't. Uh, you can talk about their parties all their life. They don't. They don't care. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, like yeah. Uh, like, but if a man does it, like, no. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, it's just very, uh, yeah. Greek life is very, um, it's, from yeah, the stories the Greeks, I heard, it was interesting. <laughs> I was like, the Greeks in in gangs and military, they all got this whole blood in, blood out kind of code. <laughs> like, don't some, be repping, they said. Some, <laughs> You're not in it. Some agencies, too, for that matter. But yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, like, don't don't rep that set. Nah. If, uh, you ain't part of it. <laughs> <laughs> not the <denial. laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, like, it's, it's a whole thing. It's very, it's very major, especially, it's just like, again, like, just, I'm blaming her. Blame production. Yeah, blame production and wardrobe for that, for not being conscious enough to be like, hey, did anybody call AKA? Um, oh, that was the other thing. So, another layer of why they got mad was because, um, it's a show, right? And anything... It, like a show like Insecure, uh, like really influences, um, for all intents and purposes, like the culture, uh, particularly black culture. So, um, because she was wearing the letters and shield, it looked promotional. And from what I understand, uh, the Divine Nine don't really, if they're gonna, if they're gonna promote their stuff, they're gonna do it on their own terms in their own stores. But it's not supposed to be promoted like that. You're not supposed to make money off of their paraphernalia, especially if you're not part of that group. 
Um, if you're a part of that group, th that's why they sell it at certain shops. Um, like, you can't just find uh, Greek stuff just anywhere. At least Divine Nine. Um, I think just generally Greek stuff overall, but definitely Divine Nine. You can't just find that anywhere. There are specific shops uh, to go buy those things. Um, and they do that so they so that they can feed their money back into their Greek sororities and fraternities. Um, so that was another part of Amanda wearing that. It looked very promotional. Um, like she was kind of selling, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, but kind of selling AKA, um, in a sense so that, you know, it, it, I mean, that wasn't what she was doing at all, but it just like, it was that underlying of like, so you can promote this on TV, but we can't, you know, do do that with our own letters, even though we're part of it. So it was another thing. Like the, it was like that thing as well. Um, which, if AKA did AKA Incorporated did give their permission for her to wear the letters, uh, that's a whole discussion amongst uh, AKA and other Divine Nine. Uh, to this to. Yeah, hash that out, but um, because now it looks like AK kind of has an advantage in the promotional part. Um, but if that wasn't the case, it just looked like it just it, just, it from a Greek perspective, it looked bad. Um, so yeah, Doc, she was wearing letters. Um, but since season one, everybody knows that she was her character Tiffany was a AKA. She's been drinking out of a cup that uh, said AKA. So, like, it's been a known thing that her character was an AKA. It was just that this is the first time she was wearing mm -hmm. uh, the letters and shield. Like, actually physically wearing. But there have been moments that on the show that we've known because it's been shown about. And, like, she's obviously wearing pink and green and things like that. Like, you knew. And they've said it. They just did not have her wearing it uh, yeah to that capacity yeah yeah it was specifically the shield and the letters yeah but yeah that's definitely that's definitely a showrunner's problem that's not an amanda seals problem yeah and again i think it's just people love to hate amanda seals so they're just like we're not making amanda problem and i think one of the people on the production team even came forward and was like look if y'all got a problem with it, have a problem with me. Don't have a problem with Amanda because yeah, yeah, she did say that. Her. And I was like, yeah, I was like, as it should be. Like, if you yeah. have a problem, say it to me, not her, not yeah. my actor. Say yeah. it to me. So yeah, so so yeah, so it was it was both. It was it was her and the fact that she was outside of AKA, but they were using that the the fact that she was outside of AKA to further like attack Amanda. But they weren't, so, so yeah, so they weren't, they should have been mad at the showrunners, um, if they wanted to find somebody to be mad at. When somebody stepped forward and said, be mad at me. And when they were still, like, kind of on Amanda, then it was, then it was like, okay, now y'all just want to hate on Amanda again. Yeah. Like, Amanda did what she was supposed to do. She did her job. <laughs> Plain and simple. At the end of the day, she just she did her job. Yeah. Uh, and it's up to everybody else to kind of figure out like, did y'all have the within the perimeters to make sure like 
am I supposed to be doing this? Is this okay to do? Because, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Greek life is very special. <laughs> they are different. Very. And, yeah. It's a whole thing. Everybody has different experiences. Um, no matter what kind that you uh, were a part of, there are different experiences across the board. So, yeah. 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 Like, luckily, I didn't go through hazing and all that thing. Like, I did not have to endure that. And I think, had I, I think I would have punched somebody. So, <laughs> you definitely would. No lie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was taller than everybody in my sorority. Um, definitely in my pledge class and definitely, uh, the, our, um, our pledge, what you call it. So, yeah. Um, yes. But yeah. And you were right about the whole stores having specialty stuff. Yeah. Like when you had to make, when I had to make a paddle and all that stuff, mm -hmm. uh, you definitely had to go to a Greek store in order to buy certain paraphernalia for it. Like I have a keychain and a bag still, uh, and t-shirts that say my authority name on it. But they came from that store because you can't just buy it. You can't just go online like or a random store and buy it. Like you have to go like to a Greek store because they're going to specialize in selling Greek stuff, and especially for the combination of letters you need. So yeah, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely a thing. I was I was heavy into band. That was my fraternity sorority experience. Um, hell, it kind of felt like it. We didn't haze or anything, but but still. It was a lot. It's, it's real deal. Like, when I left, I uh, deactivated. Oh. Child, they wanted their shit. But, because, uh, yeah, I had, like, family heirlooms, like, within our, uh, within uh, my family. So, like, who my big and all that stuff was. They had things that they passed down in different families within the sorority. And within mine, I got the family heirloom when I, when I crossed over and that back. They need me to run that sh they stuff back. Dang. Like, oh, since you're not passing it on to nobody, <laughs> run me my thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not in Athens anymore. They didn't run me my stuff. Dang. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's for it's for serious. Oh, like I said, on every different levels, like, yeah. And y'all, it was just what was my family's heirloom? It was a candlestick holder. Um, but it was like from the very first pledge class, uh, so it was like, oh, uh, like this brass thing, and like, yeah, nothing. Like, but they really like across with that that my family heirlooms. So I had to take care of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they really were docking points if I didn't have my pledge pin on. Yeah, and like, yeah, uh, that was the thing. When they caught you without it, like they would dock you points, and like, yeah, we had. Why does feel? Why does this sound like my training, but just lower stakes? Because it is. I'm just saying, Greek life is. If you, when you in it, you learn. You be like, and like I said, it doesn't matter if you're like uh, divine nine or uh, multicultural mm -hmm. or like a white sorority fraternity like it's they have pretty much the same basic fundamentals when it comes to pledging uh and the seriousness of greek life and letters uh but yeah 
you better know that damn Greek alphabet. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Frontwards and backwards and out of order. Yep. You better know it all. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a thing. So all in all, be mad at the show, people. Don't be mad at Amanda Seals. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all know that a lot of people can find her Aggie. <laughs> it, it, Aggie's it fair. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's not her creative direction for it. So, yeah. whoever's it is, that's who should be to blame. And yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Um, we got anything else for Weekly Roundup? I feel like... I feel like... Do you have anything else? <laughs> I think so. Just because I don't think anything newer, newer kind of popped up. Because I was trying to see, like, within the last couple days, like, when I, about the whole, um, uh, uh, oh, wait, well, it's a random bit of news for, I, I did not know that Ice Cube was an anti-vaxxer. Well, at least for COVID-19 vaccination. I did not know that. Oh, but so is Kyrie. Like, (laughs) so, so is he just like, just not taking the uh, COVID vaccine or is he, is he doing the Kyrie method of like, well, I'm doing what's best for me and I'm, I just want to wait another year before more research comes out. Is he doing that or? Yeah. So he was signed on to do a movie. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, he had to back out of the project. Um, mind you, like, he signed, died along, all that stuff. Um, but because, uh, now he lost that $9 million deal for the movie. Yeah, right? $9 million. I was like, damn, you don't get that shot for $9 million? I guess, well, I guess he's in a state where he's like, I can lose out on $9 million. I'm not at that state. Shoot me up. Right? Like. <laughs> I was like, I got them, and look, look, I got them. That's because they're filming in Hawaii and, like, and all that, so the producer said, mm. like, you got a shot, and he's like, no. So, you giving up that $9 million. But he's like, but the funny thing is, he's not publicly said anything about this, like, about the vaccine before, so that's kind of like that weird, like... And it like it's just strange because it, it is really weird though, uh, because he's like donated face masks and like um, he helped raise money like for like uh, healthcare workers and things like that, um, and so like he was very pro like health healthcare workers and like obviously masks and things like that, but he's never said anything about uh, vaccines and he still hasn't said anything. He just turned down like they said. You gotta get the shot, and they're like, "No." Hmm. I guess he wants to do it in his own time, or I don't know. Yes. Well, quote actually, real quote. He said, "Oh hell no, <laughs> producers." <laughs> so it was just like a damn. Okay. <laughs> well, okay then. And that was a direct quote. Oh hell no. Like, all right. Well. That's out of my tax bracket. That right? A, that's some rich people problems right there. Right? Like, you, you got people working in hospitals 
making far less, like making it because like it's still a large amount, but like some nurses and doc the nurses alone can like especially during pandemic time can make upwards of like maybe they're hitting that hundred thousand mm-hmm. as a like basic RN nurse just because of the pandemic pay. Um, usually it's less than that though. And they're having struggling being like, I don't wanna take the vaccine. And these are people who are working around it every single day and around it uh, more and like are actually around sick people with it. So their lives really are in jeopardy. Like I, I took it cause I work with people. So I'm like, but yeah, I, I would expect that from them. But for yeah. you to be like, right, now if they if they told a nurse, here's nine million dollars, you don't get this shot. I'm pretty sure they'd be like, I'm gonna get this shot. I was like, I'm pretty sure they'll take it. Bruh. But yeah, that was just like a that was that random bit of news. I put you sleep. Oh, you want it right now? Like, we gotta go to the doctor's office. I don't care. We do it right now. <laughs> oh my god. It's Lord. Hey. Um I guess huh, I guess that's it though. Yeah. I still wouldn't walk away from nine mil. Moral story of that story is don't walk away from nine mil. Um, Ice Cube might be crip. I think he oh. might be affiliated. Y'all, do you not know the history of where Ice Cube grew up in NWA? And that's like pretty sure. Watch party of uh, NWA. Watch party. Yes, let's watch party that. I don't know why I love it. I, I, well, I won't say I love the movie, but that is like a comfort movie for me. I It's something about the 90s gangster rap era yeah. that just is weirdly near and dear to me. Weirdly. Because I know, I know, I know. They're super problematic with their lyrics and misogynoir and misogyny and uh, uh, anti, anti-LGBTQ and all that and violent. And it's still, it's still a part of me. It's just like, but I love it. <laughs> right. I ain't perfect, y'all. It, um, <laughs> it, it cracked me up that it took that many people until the movie to know about uh, Dr. Dre. And I was like, y'all didn't know he'd been trifling forever. <laughs> like, y'all didn't know that. I was like, I was like y'all, y'all didn't know his history. <laughs> I was like, but y'all don't know about Michelle A? Like, really? All right. That's, uh, that's shit, Mike. No, she was with Dr. Dre too, right? Who's that? Uh, Michelle A. She was yeah, a. yeah. And Dr. Yeah, but y'all. It's like y'all just y'all just now found out he was problematic. Even though I love his, I I love the Dre Beats ear earbuds and they're really comfortable. But y'all didn't know he was problematic. Uh, yeah, I still give him money. <laughs> he gonna need it in that divorce settlement, wasn't it? Was it a million a month for 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 um? It was like. Uh, miscellaneous cost. Yeah, she got oodles of money. I'm like, <laughs> people would be like, "Oh, they're after their money." I was like, "No, a lot of these women are with them before they make it big. They've been with them. They've been, they've been there. They've been there." 
they I have. gave children. If I took care of your, if I gave produce a child, and I took care of your child, you won't. And I didn't have to work this whole time, and now I'm accustomed to a certain lifestyle. And yes, I can work for myself, but until that point, guess what? Because now I have to start brand new because I got about 30 years on my resume that says I ain't done shit. Oh. Yeah. They're not going to hire me. Right. So guess what? I need some support. Nobody is checking for housewife. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Exactly. Not for experience. Okay, Kane said he isn't gang affiliated. So it's just that he'd more likely be repping blue because of where he's from. Yes, he's just very bored. Bored. Exactly. Yes. See? Exactly me. Like, and that was just time for maternity leave taking off. So couldn't you imagine years? Years. Because most jobs are like, what have you done in the last 10 years? And you'd be like, um, uh, I, I cooked, I cleaned, I raised people, and uh, I don't even know if she cooked and cleaned, though, because it's probably rich enough to have staff. Yep. And if, but even when you have staff, Somebody has to manage the staff. Like, it's not just, you don't just hire staff and be like, have run the house. Like, yeah. still, like, staff still has managers and usually you manage them. So, so I managed the whole staff, cleaned up probably 10,000 square foot, if not larger, uh, house. Um, raised human beings. Um, there's a third thing in there. If 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 you if your spouse gave you a child, you should at least do the minimum amount, the minimum, because they're gonna have to take care of that child unless they are that child is not in your household. Once you dissolve the relationship, you still have to take care of your child, and they'd be like, make it to a card so that it only pays for now. As children get older. Their needs change. The yep. amount of money they need change. Yep. The amount of things they need change. They need random random things pop up. You can be like, I gave you money last week, but guess what? Now they got a school field trip, and I've already paid half of it. I just want you to pay that half because guess what? They are fifty percent of your DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because we aren't together or don't live together does not mean that does not negate the fact that that is your child, and you still need to take care of them. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so. You, people get shit on getting like child support and things like that i'm like no i'd rather have a legal document in place instead of your word just yeah it at the end of the day just in case it protects you yeah like just in case because some people like my sister she has one but they don't really go based off of it but she Mm -hmm. has one just for the protection in case they need it down the line yeah like, like as long as you're doing whatever cool like we have that legal document but we can work it out ourselves. But if, like, if you start acting crazy or if like you don't want to take care of your kids suddenly, then I'm gonna slam it away. Yeah, like now you have to. I'm, I don't want to have to be forced. Yeah. To make you take care of your children. Yeah, because despite popular belief, not all women are seeking out to put men on child support. Which I know that's like I know that's a narrative that's being pushed out there, but it's like yeah, that's not that's that's not the goal. 
it's just a way to be like, yeah, but you still need, especially if uh the guy made um a uh, higher income. So then they got you, you, you uh used to a certain lifestyle um as well as the kid. So kind of want to at least maintain that until you can you know get on your feet for something better. Oh yeah, right. I am the product child of divorce, and uh, I can tell you, like, growing up, my dad tried to one time get reduced, and my mom's like, "Are you crazy? She's getting older. Do you know that the expenses go up?" She's like, "So I'm a one, I'm a one income household, and you think you're not going to impact?" Like, more money? No, that's not how it works. And come on, people. Yeah. yeah, it sure do because once you try to get it reduced, uh, they look into your, they ask for your, they'll ask you how much you make. Sometimes they ask for the pay stubs. Ooh. They'll get proof of it and they'd be like, oh, well, you're really making this and they will adjust that number for you. Be like, well, actually, you're underpaying. Oh, they want your whole life. Ooh, it's house all over again. No, no, thank you. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, it's a whole process. It it's is. It's a whole process. <laughs> I was like, and it's better for, like, people, and, and people think that automatically it has to be, like, straight, uh, child support agreement, things like that. Like, you can actually go to a mediator and outside of courts, get legal documents outside of the court without having to go, uh, if you come up with a different type of agreement. So, like, you can even do it like that. The whole point, yeah. So, there's other ways to go around it. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that song, Doc Isha. Doc Isha. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna stop, y'all. I do, I do be torturing y'all with that. <laughs> oh man, um, this was fun. Oh, it feels good to be back. The internet gods have blessed me, so thank goodness. <laughs>